Hey, what's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 362 of the podcast. And today's show, I'm talking about five things that are keeping you from losing fat. I'm going to do a little series here this week, which is one reason why this episode is coming out a little bit later here on Monday. But Monday, nonetheless, thank you for joining me for another show. And if you like the podcast, it would mean a lot if you just stayed up to date on what I'm doing on other channels as well. So I am on YouTube, Jordan Stoltz on YouTube, and then Stoltz Jordan on Facebook, Stoltz Jordan on Instagram. A lot of that stuff is more about my work and my daily life than fitness, but it is some stuff you can keep up with some information on the show and on what I'm doing and other things like that. Hopefully some other helpful content as well. So I'll always put those in the description of the podcast so you can Check me out there and get those links where you need them. Thank you for joining me for this episode, though. I'll get right down to it today so I can give you the information you came for and not waste too much of your time today on this Monday. Hopefully, you all are off to a great start this week and you all are crushing it already only a few hours into the workday on Monday. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today is episode 362, and I'm talking about five things keeping you from losing fat. And in all honesty, it's things you are doing incorrectly that are keeping you from losing fat. I just wanted to make a nice title for this podcast, of course. But today, it really is about things you could change or you could work on to make better progress, you know, I'm all about looking back on yourself, reviewing, you know, retroactively seeing what you could do better. And that's in all areas. And I have a lot of different areas I could improve on. And in fitness specifically, some of these talking to myself, right, and telling myself what I could improve and things that might be keeping me from my goals. But these are for those who are looking for fat loss or more so struggle with it. And you know, you would be maybe not so shocked to hear that just about everybody that I talk to that has the goal of losing fat has some kind of time where they struggle, where they, you know, plateau, I guess, for lack of a better word, and think that something else is keeping them from losing fat. And in all honesty, you know, the overarching thing here is that your excuses are not the things keeping you from losing fat. You know, and I've heard it all. I've heard age, I've heard job, I've heard kids, I've heard state they live in, I've heard um, pandemics, right? I've heard it all of things that make somebody be out of shape. But remember, at the end of the day, it's all a choice. And you can get things done uh, in whatever circumstances you're in. We all have the same hours in the day. It might require some sacrifice, might require some reprioritizing, it might require not having balance for a while, and that's okay if it's your goal. But these are things that you can maybe change that aren't just your excuses, but these are things that you might actually do that will make a difference in your progress. So diving right in, number one 
is I had to start out this one. It's laziness because I talked about this last week. I do see this sometimes, you know, it's saying, you know, it's someone saying I can't lose fat. I'm struggling to lose fat, but they barely exercise. Um, you know, and when they do exercise, the effort's not really there. I'm a pretty big effort guy and I like to see a lot of effort and intensity put into each session, myself included. You know, and I'll look back on sometimes on some sessions and not making the progress I want to. And I'll look back and say, you know, I was only kind of into it for those sessions over the last block, month, right? It's like these are all kind of struggled. And maybe there's other things I can do to improve that intensity. But sometimes it just comes down to laziness and doing the work, you know. And, you know, to be honest, and you will feel better once you do the work, right? If you feel lazy, Fight that off. Have some drive and discipline. Do the work anyways, and you will feel very rewarded and much better after you do the work, even if you're feeling a little bit lazy and not motivated. So I think it's going to come down to laziness for a lot of people. And laziness is kind of a harsh word, you know, in my opinion. It's one of the worst things someone could call you is lazy. And I'm not calling anybody out or anything to be lazy. And it's just lack of a better term because I didn't want to use unmotivated. It's just not doing the work, you know. You have to be willing to push yourself. And that might mean weight training when it's hard, when you don't really want to, when your time's not permitting, when you'd rather sleep in, when you'd rather go to bed early. Um, maybe it's the type of workout, right? Running sprints when you'd rather just walk on the treadmill, these kind of things make the difference over time. So if it's keeping you from losing fat, it might just be that your intensity is not there because you're lazy. And I think that is a real, real thing that I don't need to harp on too much, right? I think you can look and be honest with yourself and ask yourself, are you doing the work you need to do? And it usually doesn't really help for someone else to call you lazy anyways, What does help is you to realize that you're not putting the full effort in that you could and pushing yourself a little harder every single day. I mean, that's one thing that I like about the gym is you are, it's an objective measurement of if you're being lazy or not. And that can translate into other areas of your life, which I found to be very, very true. Number two is that you're not tracking your food intake. Of course, I had to mention this one. You guys know I'm a calorie tracker. I'm a calorie counter or macro tracker. I think that that data is very useful. You can make progress without it. But if someone came to me and said that they were eating intuitively, eating healthy foods, and they were so frustrated, they couldn't lose weight, I would probably have them track and find out what they actually are eating every single day. Um, What is your actual calorie intake? You know, are you eating a lot of nuts and seeds and oils and things that are healthy? But high calorie, you do have to monitor intake and moderation's key. Calorie deficit's key for fat loss. And if you're not tracking your food, there's no way of knowing what you're doing on average over time. And I mean every single day because I've talked to people as well that will do great Sunday through Friday. And then Saturday night, they eat 4,000 calories and that bumps their average intake up for the week. You know, and they might think to themselves, they're eating well monitoring their intake, eating healthy foods, most of the days of the week, but that one day is throwing them off. So it's very important to take your averages, take your numbers and track and keep that data because that is useful. And it's something that you can adjust moving forward. If you don't have it, you don't have much to adjust besides effort in the gym. The next one is 
there regardless if you're tracking or not, and that's hunger. And usually this is going to come down to hunger blunting strategies because hunger can definitely keep you from losing fat just in the sense that it's going to make you probably cheat on your diet, not able to adhere. And hunger is definitely the biggest culprit of that, right? When you're starving, you don't really care about your diet anymore. And when you're starving, you definitely don't want to keep it up for two more months. And if you are hungry already and you still want to lose more fat, you need to not necessarily change your goal. You either need to put up with the hunger or implement some strategies to combat it. And there are some things you can do. Intermittent fasting is one of them that I'm a big fan of where you just don't eat for part of the day and you will get used to this over time. It typically takes a couple weeks to fully settle in, but then it becomes pretty habitual and you can just blunt the appetite in the morning, eat bigger meals later to satisfy you a little bit more, and it's a very effective way of taking hunger out of the equation for the most part. A more, I guess, more thing that I would recommend everybody do because I don't recommend everybody intermittent fast and some people just don't like it even after the two weeks but what everybody can implement is satiating foods filling foods nothing is going to prevent hunger and keep you from falling off track more than filling foods and I've come to realize this more and more as I've gotten more experience with dieting and coaching people I used to recommend intermittent fasting first And I mean, I did say it first just now, but it is a good strategy. But for some people, it's not. And I think that even if you're fasting, if you're eating, you know, potato chips for your carbs and fat and protein shakes for your protein, you're still going to struggle with hunger. But if you're eating chicken breast, fish, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit, whole grains, beans, lentils, these things are filling high fiber foods, high volume foods, things like um, you know, low calorie smoothies with a lot of ice and spinach in them. So they blow up to be really big or huge mixing bowl amounts of salad without a lot of high fat dressings on them. Um, sugar-free jello. There's lots of little hacks that increase food volume. You know, maybe you've heard the one of normal white rice and you go half and half cauliflower rice in your rice. So you're lowering the calories, increasing the food volume and making you more full because of the fiber. These are all hacks that you can implement to take care of hunger. And the other one is basically just sleep and water. I definitely notice hunger signals go up a lot if I'm dehydrated or tired. So be sure that you are taking care of those three things, satiating foods, maybe not eating as many meals, aka fasting, and getting your sleep and water intake optimized. Those things will keep hunger from keeping you from losing fat. So number four is NEAT adaptations. And NEAT standing for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Adaptations meaning it will lower over time as you have less energy. So as you diet, let's say you've been dieting for three months, um, you are going to get relatively worn down over that time, right? Even if you're consistent on everything, your workouts, Um, everything, your body is going to adapt. And a lot of people attribute, you know, they call this metabolic adaptation or they say their metabolism is broken or slowed down, but what's really happening is they're just simply not moving around as much, even subconsciously, even in research, it's shown that people blink less 
people stand less, they lean on things more, things like that can occur in dieting that are going to make it way harder for you to stay on track and are going to, you know, tip the scale the wrong way because you are burning fewer calories if you're moving around less and then you have to eat fewer calories as you go to keep up with that. So those adaptations are something that can definitely keep you from losing fat and one of probably the most powerful thing I ever did for fat loss phases was tracking these things like steps and I think that that is a very very useful strategy for somebody to break through plateaus because you have data again if you can look back and say that that step number it's getting harder and harder to hit 8,000 or 10,000 and you see some days of 2,000 3,000 in there you know that you are maybe adapting maybe being lazy maybe just not moving around it gives you a reason that you're plateauing. So these neat adaptations can keep you losing fat to prevent them. Really, you can't necessarily prevent them completely. That's why the step counting is such a big thing because you can push through that adaptation and just stop it from happening. But I guess mainly to prevent it, I would shorten the fat loss phases a little bit. So, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks max, something like that maybe 16 for someone that's overweight a lot. But if you are shortening your fat loss phases to not be, you know, a year long, you're going to avoid those kind of adaptations. And of course, the consistency with your workouts, consistency with tracking everything is going to help a lot as well. Last one for the day, number five, is kind of a dual named reason that you're not losing fat. And it's being afraid of losing muscle size slash goal hopping. So I see this a lot, mainly with men. Women don't care as much about it, but I have talked to and coached some women that do. But I see this more in men, where men are going to start a fat loss phase because they feel a little bit thick with a K, unfortunately. And they're going to start that diet, you know, four or five weeks down the road, they get that in between phase and you start looking a little bit smaller, your muscles kind of shrink up at least that's what you think is happening when in reality you're probably just losing fat around those muscles and you realize you maybe don't want to be as lean as you thought if it means sacrificing your size so you go back into a muscle gain phase or on the other hand maybe you're just afraid of losing size so you shorten your fat loss phases to four weeks or you don't want to do too big of a deficit because you don't want to lose your size and sacrifice your gains and I'm here to tell you it is actually pretty unlikely that you're going to lose muscle while dieting. And even if you do lose muscle, it is likely to come back pretty quickly. And I say it's unlikely to lose muscle in the sense that if you are doing everything else correctly. So that means hitting your protein roughly where you need to be training with weights, right? Resistance training, some kind of good strength training program, sleeping enough, drinking your water. I mean, there you go. Four things you need to do, and that's going to do a good job of keeping your muscle. Now, what really throws off people is the order of which they lose fat. And I see this all the time. And in myself, I see this because I lose fat in my arms, my legs before my torso. So because of that, right, as a guy, you know, you want nice, strong legs, you want big arms, just be honest here. And because of the fat loss order, sometimes it's a bit of a mind struggle to see the size of your arms go down a little bit, you fill out a t-shirt a little bit differently, but you know, the belly's still there. Or in a woman, maybe you want your thighs to be 
leaner and you start losing the weight in your arms and your even your forearms and your shoulders and your chest i've seen people you know i've seen women drop bra sizes before you'll even see any kind of muscle tone in their legs it, it's a common thing and you just have to accept it honestly because it's genetics and genetics are going to come down it's going to play a big role it's a lot is going to come down to the genetics that you have so you can't really be afraid of losing your size as you go goal hopping is probably the worst thing you can do and i used to be a big goal hopper if i have any kind of mistake i ever made in the past it was really goal hopping a lot whether that's programs for weight training trying a bunch of different things maybe it's nutrition feeling too fat so i diet and then feeling too skinny so i bulk up that flip-flop doesn't do you any good and it makes you spin your wheels you need to commit and if i've found anything over the past two three years of my training experience with myself it's that the biggest changes and the most impressive and motivating ones come when you commit to a goal whether it's committing to muscle gain for two three years with little breaks in there but pretty much just accepting what happens through that whole process not giving yourself the option to goal flip or in fat loss saying i am going to get lean leaner than i've ever been and actually accomplishing that even if it means you're not as big muscularly as you want to be those kind of commitments are what make big changes and actually tell you where you're at so yeah those are the five things. I'm already hitting about 20 minutes on this podcast, so I'm going to shut it down here. I'll review the five things really quick, keeping you from losing fat. Number one is laziness. Number two is not tracking your food. Number three is hunger. Number four are neat adaptations. And number five is being afraid of losing size or goal hopping. Those are the five things. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I think that I'm going to do an episode Wednesday on five things keeping you from building muscle for you people out there like me chasing the gains instead of trying to lose fat. But this can all be really confusing stuff. And if you want help with it, you want to work with me, you can reach out to me through Instagram. I'm Stoltz Jordan on Instagram and email jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I'd love to help you guys out and help you with wherever you're going. Um, I'll put those in the description of the podcast. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.